Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Here's your look at how markets wrapped up overnight. And we saw US stocks shaking off warnings about cooling growth and data showing a slowdown in manufacturing. And this saw stocks overall edging higher. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up around 11 points or 0.03%, finishing at 34,418. The S&P 500 rose 0.1% to 4,455. And this is that by Tesla, which was up 6.9% after reporting blockbuster quarterly sales. Bank stocks, including Bank of America, also climbed. Looking at the Nasdaq Composite, that was up slightly by 0.2%. And this after notching its best ever first half of a year last Friday. So let's dive into it with Mark Matthews. He is the Managing Director and Head of Research for Asia at Julius Bear. Speaking to us from Hong Kong. Good morning, Mark. Hi, Ryan. Good morning. Hey, thanks for getting up bright and early for us. So let's talk about what's been playing out for markets. Overnight, we did see some small gains. And this comes off the back of a very strong first half. So what are we looking at here? Are we seeing some signs of markets getting tired? And what really drove the action in the first half? Will we see those factors continue? What drove the market in the first half uh, is very obvious is a small handful of extremely large technology stocks. And if you take them out, the S&P was flat. Um, What we're starting to see now is other sectors outside of technology breaking downtrends that had been in place since late 2021, early 2022. I'm talking about sectors like energy, financials, transportation. And the interesting thing about that is all three of those sectors that I just mentioned are what we call cyclical Mm -hmm. sectors. So they respond to the health of the economy and for them to be breaking up out of downtrends suggests that there are actually better days ahead for the economy, which I think is uh, contrary to what most economists are forecasting. Yeah, that's interesting to see this um, market action broadening out to more sectors, like you pointed out, energy, financial and transport. Uh, Overnight, we did get some data showing some signs of growth moderating. So US inflation, some encouraging signs there that we might see it moderate as well. What's your take on how we should be interpreting the data. Are we seeing enough conviction behind the numbers? And based on latest earnings season, are we seeing consumers starting to react to these numbers as well? Well, I think there are two main questions. The first is, are we going to get a recession or not? And the second is, uh, will inflation continue to come down? And on the first, our view is there will be no recession. But um, we do ascribe a fairly large chance of one happening. It's just that if it happens, it'll be a very mild one. And I Mm. think people should remember that recessions come in all different shapes and sizes. And as human beings, we tend to remember just the last thing that happened. So the last recession for us was 2008. It was a really bad one. But there have been many, many where you barely noticed it. And we think that if you get one this time, it'll be like that. And the one I like to refer to, because I can remember it, <laughs> is, to, is 1990, 1990, 1991. There was very, you know, a short period of negative growth, and it was, you know, barely uh, negative growth. It lasted two quarters. 
and and then it went away. And that was because of a fairly localized crisis called the savings and loans crisis in Texas primarily. So on and on the recession, we don't think there'll be one if it is as mild. And then with inflation also, I have good news. I think it will continue to trend down to mm. the Federal Reserve's target of two percent over the next six to 12 months. There's every indication that should happen, particularly the largest component of inflation, which the Bureau of Labor Statistics, excuse me, a little early in the morning, Bureau of Economic um, Analysis Terms, the shelter. So that's uh, housing. That one is a third of the total uh, CPI and PCE baskets. And um, it's very obvious that will be trending down in the next uh, six to 12 months. All right. We're in conversation with Mark Matthews. He's the managing director and head of research for Asia at Julius Bear. Mark, you talked about the Fed earlier on, what they might do. So let's lay it out in the coming half a year ahead. So we are pencing in two more rate hikes. Are you potentially looking at a rate cut by the end of the year as well? Yes, we do expect a rate cut by the end of the year. And I know the futures market is anticipating further rate hikes, but for the record, my company doesn't believe there will be more. We think the last rate hike was in May, and the reason for that is simply to reiterate what I said. The inflation can naturally come down toward their target without the necessity for further rate hikes. So we're looking for a rate cut sometime around the beginning of next year. Some, we're, we're calling it for December, as a matter of fact. Uh, yeah, we're calling it for December. And the reason for that is that we do believe that inflation will be about 2% by then. All right. And another piece of news that broke overnight is what's playing out for U.S.-China tensions. We are seeing this tit-for-tat trade war going on around technology. And China, once again, just to recap, has said it will be restricting the export of gallium and germanium, which are essential for chip making. What do you make of the latest news on this front? Is this going to have an impact on growth prospects globally? Uh, You know, really, uh, to answer that question, Ryan, I'd have to know a little more about gallium and geranium, which I don't. So I, I can't speak specifically for those two minerals. But what I can say is that Uh, I think what's very exciting in um, North America and uh, other parts of the world is uh, the uh, consequence of the realignment of relationships, including economic relationships and trade flows, will be the resuscitation of many old mines that had been shut down in the 1980s after commodity market collapsed and Russia opened up. There are lots and lots of uh, very good minerals in the ground in North America in um, old mines that uh, can actually be easily resuscitated. And so I think this is very bullish for a lot of those so-called rust belt parts of North America where you had mining. And uh, it's early days, but these mines are now in the process of being examined and reopened again. And I think you'll see large parts of the United States and Canada benefit from this. Right, and we'll be watching, of course, U.S.-China tensions in the coming month as well. And this week, we've got U.S. Treasury Secretary of State Janet Yellen making her way to China to smooth things over. We've been chairing Mark Matthews. He's the Managing Director and Health Research for Asia at Julius Baird. Mark, thank you so much for your time this morning. You're welcome, Ryan. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. 
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.